Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Batman, episode 35, When the Rat's Away, the Mice Will Play. That title does actually fit into this episode a little bit. Although, I don't know why they didn't use Cat or When the Bat's Away. Yeah, it should have been When the Bat's Away, the Mice Will Play. They didn't... That would make more sense. It it would. It would have... I don't know what they were thinking, really. That's a huge missed opportunity there. Well, you know. What can you do? Because you know the creators of this show liked puns. Oh, yeah. Especially bat puns. And And they also like cheese and rats. Yes. Well, they love cheese. (laughs) I think when the catering uh, for the show was all cheese. Just cheese platters. (laughs) Nothing but cheese platters? There were no vegans in the 60s. No, no. It was it was nothing but cheese platters and rat platters. <laughs> oh my god! So the contest is over. We've announced our winners. How do you how do you feel now? I feel good. You know how do you feel about it? I, you know it's kind it's kind of nice. It's over. It's over. Finally, we picked the winners. The winners should be excited. Um, I feel really good. If I, I may too. say, I feel I feel. I, I feel good enough that we should do another contest within the next six months. I think you're onto something there. I'm going to have to get another cat, I guess. I I guess so. (laughs) We'll we'll think of something. I don't know what it'll be, though. I should mention, and I I didn't, I forgot to tell you this, but we got an email from Harry Comer, a a contributor to our podcast. Oh my God. What do you have to say? Because if you remember... Harry came in second place. Yeah, yeah, second place. So Harry, the Harry sent us an email. The title was "If you get, you give." So <laughs> here's the email. I'll just go ahead and read it. All right, dear sirs, you don't have to address us as sirs, Harry. No. We're kind of on a first name basis with Harry. Yeah, now, so. Steve and Andy. That would be fine. <laughs> uh, first, may I congratulate you on a superbly run contest? Yes, he can congratulate us. Uh, it was certainly made for great. That's and then he has in parentheses UK, real swell US, B- Bonza, Australian or Segoy, Japanese listening. So he, Harry is is he's catering to all of our listeners. He knows he really is. He's 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 a quadlingual. <laughs> as your as your legions of staunch listeners will already know, I was fortunate enough to take second prize in the cat contest as elated as i am with the spro- prospects of a new comic and poster i can't help but feel equally depressed at the void left in the lives of all bat mites since the contest ended i can say my life has had a huge void since the contest ended even Mine though i'm, I'm yeah. not really a bat mite but that's true we're not we're not fans of our own show no i wish it actually unlike ourselves at facebook <laughs> In short, I questions wh- why should I have all the fun? I'm sure we all clearly remember what Tom, oh, sorry, what Terry Silver said at the All Valley Karate Championships as he addressed the crowd in Karate Kid Part Three. He said, "I've always lived my life by one rule: if you get, you give. Today, I give back." Harry Comer's always quoting Karate Kid Part Three. Yeah, well, just karate movies in general, you know. <laughs> Or, or five, ki- finger, five Fingers of Death. Or kid movies. <laughs> the Crippled Masters. <laughs> and in kids movies, Suburban Commando. I mean. 
So that's what I intend on doing. Steve, along with Andy, me, Batman, has continuously given, be it with competitions, free podcasts, and Jim Beard interviews. We do give a lot of Jim Beard interviews. We do. Probably more than any other podcast. <laughs> we are the number one podcast. When you search on iTunes, when you just type in Jim Beard search, we're the number one podcast. We're no longer the number one uh, Batman 1966 podcast. That's that's that other podcast we talked about last time. Are you serious? Really? I I, I don't know. I'm just assuming oh, okay. he's overtaken us. Like, <laughs> okay. I was like, really? Um, but we'll always be number one with uh, Jim Beard interviews. That's true. He, he... Keeping keeping the listeners abreast of Jim Beard news. <laughs> they come to us. I feel it's time now for us, the listener, to give back. I propose that my prize remains in your good hands with the intention of be- it being put back up for grabs. Oh my god. That's right, folks. You heard correctly. Don't worry about me. I have plenty. I would like wow. to propose that a new contest be set up with a focus on supporting your wonder- wonderful show. Simply, within a given time frame, whichever Batmite generates the most new followers on Steve and Andy's Facebook page wins. I don't know how we're going to gauge that, but... I don't either, but I like it. <laughs> oh, he's... Okay, he said, how this will work, I have no idea. Perhaps new followers can message you or write a message on your wall with the greeting and the name of the Batmite who recommended them. That's oh, not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. So, see, I, we asked the question, how are you going to do this? And he's one step ahead. He's already answered it in the email. I know, he really is. <laughs> the objective would be for existing followers to actively engage in a drive for new followers. In turn... They will be rewarded with one, a new competition actively, or a new competition activity to fill the cast up of emptiness left in their hearts since the cat contest ended, and the chance to score the prize, Harry Comer's prize, no less. Oh my god. Oh my god. I will leave you with the fine words of Max Shrek. Santa Claus, afraid not. I'm just some poor schmo who got lucky, so sue me if you want to give back. And you know what? That's the Max Shrek that played Nosferatu in F.W. Murnau's Nosferatu. There you go. He said that. <laughs> I trust my idea is in order and hope that that it, or perhaps a more suited variant that you decide upon, is of some benefit to this great, real swell, Bonza, Segoy show. Keep up the good work, guys, and thanks. He put thanks in quotes. So, <laughs> Harry <laughs> Comer. Wow, I mean, I like it. I mean, I like it. I like his idea. Um, That's a good idea. To, we have to fine tune it, I suppose. But uh, I don't think it needs fine tuning. I think the the Comer contest starts today. The Comer contest. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for it. The Comer contest. I guess like I like his idea that where uh, the person that's joining has to like send us a note, or we can just work on the honor system. Like if so and so, like if I join and you got me to join, then you could send an email, yeah, or message to us saying, "Oh, I got so and so to join." You know. So I so the prize is is the uh, what was the second oh yeah the Justice League Detroit which is a that's a fantastic prize and that a is. Batman poster yeah yeah I think Harry Comer just might not be a Detroit fan that could be true <laughs> you know who probably wants to be to win that contest is Doctor Detroit himself Rick Davis Rick Davis no one knows who Rick Davis is we'll <laughs> we'll just leave it yeah he is Doctor Detroit though. He's my, he loves he loves Detroit. My old roommate was a that's who Rick Davis is. A big fan of two things, Steve and Andy and Detroit. The city of Detroit. Just it's all things Detroit. Yes. He has to be he has to be horribly upset about the Tigers though. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he is. I haven't talked to him in a while, so 
Although although he might be excited because uh, Purdue beat no, ranked number twenty three Illinois today, so I'm sure he's pumped up about that. So there you go. So new contest. You were just asking for a new contest. And I know. Harry Comer delivers. He gives. He gives. So the prize right now is um, is what the it's it's the Justice League Detroit. Yeah. Then this is where Aquaman takes over the Justice League and moves it to Detroit. Because when yeah. I think, where am I going to set up an international, even galactic, intergalactic uh, fighting force with, for and, and I'm And I'm a fish man that needs to be in the water <laughs> every hour. And my main power is the power of the ocean. Let's put yes. it in the Midwest. Yes, <laughs> Detroit. put it in Detroit. Oh, my God. I love it. You would but never no, expect it to be there. That's what's so great. No, about no, it. exactly. It's in like an old warehouse, and he has a swimming pool put in it. So that's and no fish in the swimming pool. So no. his powers are nil there. Although I think he also has like a shower installed, where he just sits like at the table, like a shower. And I, it's been a while since I've read it, <laughs> but I know there's a shower somewhere, and it just rains on him. <laughs> I like that. That actually would not be very comfortable for me. Shower just sitting. Day. Sharing all the, well, you're, you don't live in the ocean. That's true. So, yeah, that, that's what we'll do then. New contest. If We might add another prize. Just pepper in some more fun things. If yes. I can find any. Um, but thank you, Harry. See, Harry is a true citizen of the world, I would say. Exactly. Yeah, he is. <laughs> all right. That's, uh, so our other contest winners, uh, we will get you your prizes soon. We're still – the prizes are actually in two different states right now. So, well, three because they're also in the state of confusion. So. That's, that's right. We'll send them. We'll send them off. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, and we'll let you know. We'll send you an email, a private email, when when we Ooh. send them, so you can look. Very private. Although I, I'm still, I'm not sure if Jim Beard's book is going to get past customs. I bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't. That it's considered obscene in most countries. So Andy, this is—it's been a while since we. Even if it was like an eight by ten glossy Jim Beer, that's considered places. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've done a podcast, and it's almost been—well, actually, it's been twenty days. When we did the Jim Beer podcast, it was October second. So what's oh. been new? I haven't really talked to you in those in the. In the no, um, nothing, nothing really. <laughs> what's been new for you? I mean, absolutely nothing. So How is been... Mankato, where you're living now, Mankato, Minnesota? It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, how's, how's Austin? <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. It's finally cooling off here. Oh um, yeah? I, I was trying to think, I, I feel like I've done something exciting since I last talked to you, but looking back, I don't think so. Um, yeah. Today I got some pizza, Little Caesars. Oh yeah? Little Caesars, really? Yeah. Was it five ninety nine? It was $5. Oh my god! They cut out the ninety nine. They cut out the ninety nine. Went straight to five dollars for hot it, and ready. That's what it's called. Was it just a cheese pizza? No, it was pepperoni. I don't like pepperoni. Well, you could get you could get sausage if you wanted. Mm, can I get just cheese? Yeah, you can get just cheese. What possessed you to get Little Caesars? There's one pretty close to where I live, and I was just thinking, you know what? I'm gonna get Little Caesars today. I ate almost the whole thing. I feel kind of sick. Are you by yourself? Yeah, I'm by myself this weekend. No. So. so you ate almost an entire Little Caesars pizza by yourself? Yeah, over like the course of the day. So didn't 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 your cat help you? C- uh, Cheshire. <laughs> yeah. He he's not a pizza fan. Oh really? He, well, he's not a Little Caesars fan. That's right. He only eats Pizza Hut and cat food. 
Didn't he say if you got crazy bread, I would have thought about it? <laughs> That's what he said. Um. So what Why else is crazy bread? Let's do crazy about it. It's only five dollars. That's what's crazy about it. I don't know. The bre- the Why is it crazy? Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna look that up. That's a good Why question. Why crazy bread? Crazy bread. I really want to know that. <laughs> so everyone knows our lives are very exciting now. When they're we're, we're now looking up why is crazy bread called crazy bread? But I'm sure that's if we didn't answer that question, everyone would be wondering, right? There's people that's who true, listen yeah. to this while they're jogging or probably driving. They can't just look it up and they can't ask anyone because crazy bread has to have a has has to have a Wikipedia entry. <laughs> it's on Facebook. <laughs> we should. Um, that's the uh, we're being very selective about the things we like on our Facebook. Two hundred and thirty three people like it. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of sad. I don't see a Wikipedia entry. I just see one for Little Caesars. <laughs> well, I don't know. I thought Little it's Caesars had shut bread. down. Eight, bread, eight breadsticks covered in garlic spread and Parmesan cheese. I mean, it's not really crazy. That I mean, is kind of crazy, though. But that's what, like, most breadsticks are. <laughs> you know, places. Little Caesars headquartered yes. in Detroit. Get out of here. I think it's oh, true. Oh, wow. You know, you're right. You know how I know that? Uh, uh, Rick Davis. Dr. Detroit, Rick Davis. He, he would talk about it all the time. Guess where Little Caesars is headquartered? <laughs> Detroit. Michigan. <laughs> He's a fan, I'm telling you. Oh, he is. Um, so what that, else is new that, with that, me? That, that, that proves it. <laughs> I watched, and I think we talked a little bit about this, I watched a documentary on Netflix called uh, Card Subject to Change about indie wrestling. Yeah, what do you think of it? It was it was all right. Had Kevin Sullivan. Oh, I'd like to see it. Yeah, I, I actually want to watch it. I know it's on. Uh, it's streaming on uh, Netflix. Yes, which most of our listeners probably can't get. Hey, hey, I got something for you. All right, Little Caesars, Little Caesars, headquartered in Detroit, Michigan. Donato's headquartered Columbus, Ohio. So there you go. Domino's, Ann Arbor, no, Michigan. Get out of here. No, it's true. Really, I wonder where Pizza Hut is. Pizza Hut's in Illinois. How do I know these, I think? I think it's yeah. in Illinois. Uh, ooh, Plano, Texas. Whoa. You're way off. <laughs> no, uh, okay, I got one, though. Papa okay. John's. That's Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, Louisville. Okay, you knew that. What about Austin's Pizza? Uh, that's in, uh, isn't that also in uh, Bellevue, Kentucky? I think it's in Illinois. <laughs> oh, really? No, I don't know. Um, pizza. Oh, Godfather's Pizza. Godfather, oh God. that's Iowa, I think. It's the whole state of Iowa. God, Godfather's Pizza. What's, what's really oh, weird oh, oh, about... Oh, oh, Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Okay, so this is what is weird about Godfather's Pizza. Omaha, Nebraska. When I think Godfather, I think, you know, the mob, what state yeah. do I think of? Oh, uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. When I think of great cuisine, especially great pizza, I think of Omaha, so... Exactly. That's what most people do. All two of our Omaha listeners have just have just unsubscribed. No, they're like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Finally, someone's <laughs> respecting Omaha. Exactly. Chuck E. Cheese, Irvine, uh, Irvine, Texas. Oh, really? See look at all this yeah. all this stuff in Texas. What about uh, Boston Pizza? Have you ever had Boston Pizza? No. No, it's I Boston's chicken. It's good. Boston, there's one in Columbus that's really no, good. I've never been. Boston Pizza, guess where it's uh, based out of? Hmm. Is it Plano, Texas? 
No. Rich men of British Columbia, Canada. What? Yeah. Those Canadians are stealing stealing things. I don't know. I, I, so I looked at the California Pizza Kitchen just because I was thinking it's probably in, like, Switzerland or something. It's in Los Angeles. Makes sense. That, I like California Pizza Kitchen. It's good. I've only had it once. I've never had it. That's pretty good. Really? What about Sobrero? Where do you think that's at? I actually think I know this. I think it is in New York. It City. is in New York, yeah. Is but it in New York City? City? Well, it was founded in Brooklyn, but its headquarters are in Melville, Huntington, New York. Okay, founded in Brooklyn. I was close. Yeah. All right, yeah. so um, have you seen any new movies or anything? Oh, we let, me, let me uh, – I haven't been to the theater recently. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, movies on home video, yeah. I like to say. But uh, I'm trying to think if I saw like an actual recent movie. I watched Scream 4. I did see that. How was that? Yeah, I don't like it. But I don't really like the other Scream movies, so. I haven't really seen any new movies in theaters, but I have been listening to uh, Film Drive, so I feel like I've oh, seen so these it's, new it's, bas- it's basically the same thing. <laughs> H- Hungry Howie's Pizza, Madison Heights, Michigan. I've never heard of Hungry Howie's. Oh, you never heard of Hungry Howie's? No. They're all over Columbus, Ohio. Oh, never, never heard of them. Yeah, and they're based out of Michigan. They're they're pretty good. Yeah. Is it lots of pizza information on this? We should just end this episode now. Stephen Annie meat pizza. <laughs> um, I wonder what kind of what, what kind of pizza franchises do you get in the UK? Our UK listeners need to email. That's it. What, what oh, if... Okay, okay. Here's one. It's called Ask A S K Ask Pizza. Okay. I'm looking at a picture of it, and one of them, the one in uh, West Yorkshire, it just looks like someone's house. So it should be called Don't Ask Pizza. Don't yeah. ask, Here's, don't tell. Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. <laughs> Here's one called Easy Pizza. It's headquarters in London. Okay. Let's see if it's a uh, easy pizza. Is it like E Z or is no? It... It's just E A S Y. They've teamed up with Just Eat. What is Just Eat? I don't know. Pizza Express. That's another one. Never heard of that one. It's also in London. I'm sure they have Pizza Hut in London and stuff That's like that. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, I'm sure they. Yeah, you know what? I there is one Taco Bell in the UK oh, somewhere. Yeah. There's only one though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pizza place in the UK called ZZ's. And that's probably ZZ's, though. Oh, it could be. That's what they would. There's one in Ireland that's called uh, the Four Star Pizza. Is that four out of ten? Four, four, four out. Of, yeah, four out of ten. I assume it's four out of ten. There's a. There's a. At least they're upfront about pizza. it, though. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Ireland's favorite pizza. We need Listen, we need to verify that with a Irishman. We, this is from Wikipedia. Food chains in the Republic of Ireland. Okay. <laughs> There's a four star pizza, Wimpy, Supermac, KFC, Burger King, McDonald's. That's it. That's all it says. Yeah. There has to be more than that. There's got to be a Wendy's there, right? Are there Wendy's in the? I guess not. Wendy's is like clearly the best big fast food chain. I think and, in my opinion. And guess where Wendy's was founded. It was Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, we know Ohio. we know way too much about where fast food places were founded. Well, you know. Oh yeah, I mean it's not. Well, that's you not know what we can say. I'm saying hey. I, I'm smelling a new podcast idea. I am too. Steve and Andy eat fast food restaurants. <laughs> All right, so uh, new contest. Yes, if you want to enter, I guess you just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Steve and Andy. And first of all, you have to like it. Um, 
and then get your friends to like it. If and this email us, say, hey, I got my friend to like this. We'll we'll do the honor system for now. Yeah. If it gets out of hand, we'll 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 reel it in. We we'll know. Believe me, yeah. we'll know. We. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this this week's episode, when the rats away, mice will play. Are you ready? Uh, okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. So do you have some info? About this uh, yeah, I know, yeah. I know you sure. have. What? I shouldn't even ask that question. I, you always have info. Well, you know, I look it up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original air date was uh, February 17th, 1966. It was written by Fred DeGorder and directed by Tom Algarice. So just a few days after Valentine's Day. That's true. Yeah, I like to was, think it, that some couples a, watch this together. This was ABC's, I think it was on ABC. Yeah. Um, it was ABC's Valentine's Day gift to the world. <laughs> and we already know Frank Orton's The Riddler. Yes. Reginald Denny's King Boris. Um, trying to see, see if there's anything kind of funny. Mousy. Mousy was Susan Silo. Who will be at the New Jersey something in New Jersey with also with Jim Beard. That's true. The ladies of Batman and Jim Beard together, I think. That's not the first time that's happened. Let's <laughs> just say that. Uh, speaking of which, you know, the Mid-Ohio Con is going on right now, and uh, guests of honor, Adam West, Burt Ward, The Batmobile. Jim Beard. And Jim Beard. Yeah, he'll be there. Mid-Ohio, where is that, and is that in Columbus? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's at the uh, convention center. Okay, so if you're in Columbus, make your way there right now. Right yep. now. Leave, turn turn off your listening device, take off your headphones, whatever. Or just take it with you, I mean, I'm sure. No, you... no. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you can take it with you. <laughs> But the Batman, the Batmobile is there, and because uh, I saw a picture of it, you know, from the uh, convention center. Because yeah. on, if you like it on Facebook, you know, oh, okay. upload photos, and it has an Iowa license plate. That's where, because that's where Gotham City was. I guess so, Iowa, and the license plate says Kapow. <laughs> I like that. All right, so last episode we left Batman and Robin. They were spinning in the Riddler's trap. They were obviously they were trapped by the Riddler. The Riddler had kidnapped King Boris of a country that I don't remember, Bul- Bulgaria or something? It was some... <laughs> Bulgaria? I'm sure it wasn't Bulgaria. Um, <laughs> let me see. It was some um, Soviet... Type. He's the Count of Conundrums. I do know that, the Riddler. Um, I have no clue. King Boris of somewhere. Uh, he's He's got like a thick Russian accent, so if that helps you. Uh, you know what? It's possible they never said, because I'm looking at this... Uh... Batman, yesterday, today, and beyond. dot com, and it doesn't say where he's from, so maybe it never. Okay, said. so King Boris, he, and the Riddler leaves Batman and Robin. He leaves with with a final clue, though, before he leaves to let them die. The clue was, I think, how was a lover like a welder or something like that? Um, it, uh, yes, I think that was it. Why is a woman in love like a welder? That was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. I, I'll spoil. I'll spoil it a little bit. We get the answer. It makes no sense. So. Yeah, it does. It makes sense. What's to the answer? Yeah, yeah. What's the? Well, what's we the won't. Answer? We'll get. To, we'll get to that. Okay, okay. And then I'll explain why it makes sense. Okay. All right. It, it made no sense to me, at least. I. All right. Okay. We open with Batman and Robin caught in the Riddler's trap. They're spinning faster and faster. They're going to die soon from the force, right? All the blood will from go just to the... spinning, yeah. Just spinning. Don't spin around a lot because you'll die. Yeah. I mean, that's isn't that how um, Godolphy died? He just started <laughs> spinning around really fast and it killed him. I think that was it. Uh, they're they're about to die. This machine is spinning faster and faster. And just then, the machine controlling the spinning explodes. Uh, Batman is able to escape. He unties Robin. But how did they do it? 
Batman. It's shoddy workmanship. I, I, I think that was it, but Batman liked to take credit. He said he was Riddler, able to. Riddler bought cheap. He just bought the stuff at like Walmart. You know, it was like made by a bunch of children in China, and he was like, this will work. This will work. It, it's, it's on sale. It's on sale. Yeah, yeah. Batman tries to take credit for it. He says he used it. It's his... made by like the Vizio company or something. <laughs> He used the torch on his uh, utility belt to short-circuit the power. They, they, they don't waste time talking about it. They, they race off back to the Batcave. The next morning, in the River Rat's secret hideout in the sewers of Gotham, uh, we see all the rats. They're sleeping just on couches. It looks like like what you would imagine a college frat house to look like. Well, I'm assuming that's kind of what it is, really, you know? <laughs> I think it act- they actually might be college frat I think they are too. I think the 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 mice and Riddler. I think they are literally like a fraternity, and they go to Gotham U. <laughs> uh, just then, the Riddler comes in. He wakes him up very dramatically. He, he he's a morning person. Yeah, we he is. He tells them they can sleep on their own time. He's paying them money. He's paying them in cheese, really. And <laughs> uh, just then, Mousy comes in. She doesn't stay in the sewer. Uh, she said she she was late. She missed the first bus. I I don't know why you would take a bus to the sewer, but well, she doesn't have a car. I mean, That's you true. can't buy a car with cheese. So <laughs> um, they're they're lucky that the the Gotham bus service runs on cheese. That's true. You can pay in cheese. Um, one of the River Rats gang, I think it was Whiskers. He says uh, we won't have to worry about Batman and Robin anymore. We, we've we've got time. We can sleep in. Uh, this is a really great performance by Gorshin. He's really happy that Batman and Robin are dead. Um, he explains his plans. They're they're going to leave the country after they get all their ransom money. Um, but they've returned King Boris to the police. So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, what ransom money? It's it's he the Riddler's got that figured out. He said uh, he then gives his team his gang a riddle. <laughs> What is always coming but never arrives? I thought this might have been some sick innuendo by the Riddler. Uh, Mousy says, you know, we're not tuned in to that Riddle stuff. That means she doesn't like it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very clean. They don't like blue humor. <laughs> the mice gang. The answer, though, is tomorrow. It's always coming but never arrives. When it arrives, it's today. And oh the God. Riddler says, today will prove to be most memorable. It was a pretty memorable day, I have to say. He 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 predicted that well. Later at police headquarters, we see Commissioner Gordon uh, interviewing King Boris. He's not interviewing. He's like he's putting given like the third degree. It's like an interrogation. Yeah, I, I say interviewing. I mean in, interrogating. Yes, Gordon does not do interviews. He does interrogations. I think O'Hare wanted to waterboard him. I mean, it was getting pretty hairy in there. The king fills him in on uh, what's happened. You know, they they're kidnapped him. He set Batman up in this trap. He, he He's not very helpful, so they let him go. He He's due at the Queen of Freedom monument, which I guess is supposed to be like the Statue of Liberty. Is that? I guess so. I mean, well, they're in Iowa, right? So Yeah, that's. <laughs> so what's in Iowa? Is there like a big like statue in Iowa? Um, prob- There's probably some kind of big statue in Iowa. That's what it is. Maybe. Then. I don't okay. know. Uh, just as he leaves, the bat phone rings. Uh, Batman tells Gordon they've taken a nasty turn. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> uh, Gordon tells Batman that King Boris just left. Uh, Batman thinks the Riddler is going to be careless now that he thinks Batman is dead. S- hence the name, when the rat's away, the mice will play. Although it should have been Bat. Ah, uh, yeah. Missed opportunity. 
Um, Gordon says, all right, yeah, you can trust me. I'm not going to tell anybody. The Riddler's not going to know about this. Um, the whole time, O'Hara's, like, leaning over, listening in the phone. I, I know, like, O'Hara's been, like... Doesn't O'Hara have like a celebrity gossip blog in in Gotham? Perez Hare, Perez O'Hara is what it's called. Yeah, like. he's about to put that up. Batman, Robin. Not then he's got a picture of Batman and Robin. He's put like he used like Windows Paint to like scroll like dirty like words on it. <laughs> he has a huge mouth. I would not trust Gordon or O'Hara or Gordon either one. Either one. Oh boy! Later in the Riddler's hideout, he's watching a special program about the Queen of Freedom monument. I don't know how he got a TV in the sewer. I, I guess. <laughs> I had I don't know that's never explained uh, that bothered me. <laughs> I don't know if that bothered you, but no, not really. <laughs> so the, apparently the museum. Not of... that bothered you, but like Mr. Freeze had a flat screen TV in one of his. No, that didn't bother me. Like, I could... That wasn't even invented yet. I could believe that. I I bought that. Not not this TV in the sewer. That's too much for me. So apparently, um, we've seen the Museum of Fame before when they had they also had the Comedians Hall of Fame. Yeah. So the Museum of Fame is accepting a gift from King Boris, but they're accepting it in the uh, the Queen of Freedom monument. So, and and they're apparently this is this is big enough to make to have a TV special. So, <laughs> a uh, the King Boris comes in. He just marches in there by himself, holding his briefcase. He opens it up. It's a gold mini replica of the Queen of Freedom statue. I'm I'm not sure why the Museum of Fame necessarily cares about this. I mean, why is he giving it to him? Yeah, it's it's not it's not clear, but uh, that would be like someone coming here and giving like Barack Obama a tiny Statue of Liberty. That they just I think Boris had something else, right? Or had something else in mind, and he forgot or forgot to get it. It didn't quite work out. So he just bought like that at like a novelty stand. Yeah, yeah, because you know how you go to New York City, you can buy all these yeah. little <laughs> I think it's and he's like, it's also a lighter, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he pulls it out, this weird-looking statue. He presents it to the museum, and they say, well, thank you. And So is the Museum of Fame like a Hard Rock Cafe or like a Planet Hollywood where they just have, like, memorabilia all over the place? I guess so. I don't know. After they have, went... like, like Freddy Krueger's glove and... <laughs> the Queen of Freedom statue. <laughs> like uh, so... a jacket worn by Bon Jovi. <laughs> After he presents it, he just... Uh, they thank him, and he just very awkwardly walks out, and that's it. I think that's the last we see of King Boris in this episode. So the replica will go on display in the Museum of Fame, and they kind of take a little tour of the museum. We see a uh, – they have a replica of Gotham City's original commodity exchange building, um, a bust of Gotham City's first mayor who looks like Abraham Lincoln without a beard. I think that's where Abraham Lincoln got his start. His political start was in Gotham City. I thought it was in Godfather's Pizza, but I could be mistaken. Or both. <laughs> There's also a really sweet painting of Batman and Robin. That was done by Andy Warhol. That was his gift to the, the Museum <laughs> of Fame. Um, when they show the painting of Batman and Robin, the the Riddler and his gang, they boo. They don't they don't like to see Batman and Robin. The Riddler demands that they shut the TV off. Mousy thinks they're cute too because the ladies can't resist Batman and Robin. We all know no, that. No, they can't. Well, Robin doesn't wear pants, so. <laughs> and then uh, Riddler then says very mysteriously, "Thanks, King. You're the best partner in crime I've ever had." And I I think that made all the uh, River Rats gang feel very bad cuz they're standing right. Oh, there. yeah, I know. I know. That's was... like a slight dig at. <laughs> Later, 
on a Gotham City street corner, we see Mousy dressed as a schoolgirl. It's convincing. At first, I thought, what is a schoolgirl doing? <laughs> she places something inside a Gotham City uh, police call box, and she runs away. It explodes, of course. Um, there was, like, really cool bass music here. We might, I might have to put that on the show. Uh, and a nearby policeman runs up. Uh, inside, there's a note. It's, it's addressed to Commissioner Gordon. They could have just mailed it, but the Riddler likes his theatrics. You know? Yeah, and he's like a real libertarian. He doesn't like using like the postal service <laughs> or anything like that. You know? He'll deliver his own messages. Later, in Gordon's office, uh, he's reading the note. It's a ransom letter from the Riddler. It says, if Gotham City doesn't pay me $1 million cash, cash money, by 10 p.m., the Queen of Freedom monument will be blown sky high. The Riddler is a terrorist. He is. He is a... Terrorist. What do you think he said? I was going to say a joke, but I can't think of one. And so. then he says, P.S. Batman and Robin are dead. I was a little bit confused here because um, when Gordon reads that last line about Batman and Robin being dead, O'Hara actually acts really surprised. He's, he, did you notice that? He's like, he completely forgot that they were I think dead. he forgot. He was like, oh, how could that Devil oh. kill Batman and Robin. O'Hara, O'Hara was smoking crystal meth earlier in the day, and he doesn't remember <laughs> anything that happened. Um, just, so Gordon goes and calls up Batman and Robin because, of course, they're not dead. He explains the situation. Gordon was like, "Are you guys dead?" <laughs> oh, thank God you're not dead. We just got a letter from the Riddler. Just uh, so Batman ex- tells Gordon, "Hey, the city's got to pay that ransom because Batman negotiates with terrorists. That's his mo." There's a problem though. City council's out of town. They're out of the town. whole city council. Because they're out of town on, on a city council retreat. To... I like how the city council's out of town when King Boris comes to visit, though. They're spending the taxpayer dollars on a vacation, is what's happening. Oh, I know. Strip clubs, you know. Yeah, it's... Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Massages at uh, questionable places. Questionable uh, millionaire clubs. Yeah, millionaire they're... clubs. Let's just lots say they're of changing Sher- Lots of sherbet. Yeah. Lots of sherbet being eaten. Uh, fishing trips, perhaps. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gordon, uh, he thinks maybe uh, maybe Bruce Wayne can give him some cash, run him some money. Hey, he's like a total name dropper. He's talking about money. He goes, you're my good friend, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> my my best friend in the whole world, Bruce Wayne. I know, he's, he's always ready to tell someone <laughs> that Bruce Wayne's his good friend. Um, so <laughs> I've never seen them anywhere together other than Gordon's office. They're not friends. Gordon is he's a sad, lonely man, as we've seen. And, and you know what's sad is that he's telling this to Bruce Wayne, and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> um, so this is a million dollars, and Wayne, uh, Bruce Wayne, is always described as a mil a millionaire playboy, yes. not a billionaire. Million. Does he have a million dollars to just throw around? I think he has seven mil- exactly $7 million. He does have a million dollars to throw around, apparently, because later in Gordon's office, uh, Bruce is giving Gordon a huge case of money. Of course, it's filled with a million dollars, cash, I guess. I, I would have thought it would have been bigger, but maybe it's like $100 bills. It's it's There's like Grover Cleveland $10,000 yeah. bill. <laughs> Bruce says that he's just doing his duty. Uh Gordon just says, he doesn't explain. It's like, hey, thanks for fronting us this money. Uh, it's really helping us out. Uh, just then, Batman comes in the window. It's very strange. Okay, I'm going to spoil it. It's a fake Batman. It's not the real Batman. Bruce was gone for a second, though. He's like, I thought I was Batman. <laughs> He's got a very weird voice. Was, 
did you think this wasn't Adam West in the suit doing a weird voice, right? I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Uh, Gordon seems not to notice. O'Hara definitely didn't notice. Um, the the voice I'll try to do it, it was like, "Oh hey, Gordon, what's going on?" <laughs> was that? You mean it wasn't? Hey, Gordon, what's going on? That's that's Adam West. <laughs> that's true. Ah, Gordon. Ah. Fake Batman and Bruce shake each other's hands very awkwardly. Um, I like that moment. Fake Batman says he's got a plan. Uh, he's he's like, I don't want any cops. I mean, police. Uh, he tells Gordon. Batman would never say cops. <laughs> I know. That, that gave him away right there. Yeah. He tells Gordon to place the money in the monument at 9 o'clock uh, and, then, and then to leave because it'll scare the, the Riddler off. He's clever. He'll, he'll know. The fake Batman, very creepy. Um, he he says, "Just leave everything to me and Robin." And he climbs back out the window. <laughs> Bruce, he's he says, "All right, the plan makes sense to me." And Gordon says, "Okay, let's do it." He, he has to get Bruce's permission before. Even oh yeah, he Gordon believes. will only do what millionaires tell him to do. <laughs> Later in the hideout of the River Rats, we see Batman enter. But did, did you notice though, like when the the fake Batman met Bruce Wayne, Gordon introduces him as millionaire socialite. Yes, and, and, and everybody, everybody always introduces Bruce Wayne as millionaire socialite. Everybody knows who he is. You don't have to. That would be like someone like meeting like, oh, this is Barack Obama. He's the president. Well, he? oh. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I know. It's we don't have to be told he's the millionaire socialite. Gordon just wanted to say, oh, here's my best friend, Bruce Wayne. I think exactly. So later we see the fake Batman enter the uh... <laughs> where am I? Enter the hideout of the River Rats. Uh, he says Gordon fell for the trap. The Riddler is, is very excited. The, okay, so the Riddler thinks that everybody, th he thinks Batman's actually dead. Yes. And the fake Batman never picked up on Gordon, like, wasn't surprised to see Batman. He says like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> and the Riddler never like, wait, maybe Batman's alive and they're tricking Because Gordon, me. Gordon received the message that he's dead. Yeah, so Gordon had no. Gordon didn't play that very well, I have to say, and the Riddler didn't pick up on it though. Uh, and later in the bat, in the Batcave, we see Batman slide down the bat pole. Um, Robin's already in the Batcave, checking up on the nuclear reactor that fuels the uh, Batmobile. He loves doing that. Uh, Robin said it was making a funny rumbling noise, so he was just checking it out. It's okay to me. If I'm in a cave with a nuclear reactor and it starts making a funny noise. I get out of there. I leave. I'm running away as fast as I can. I don't go check it out. Um, Batman tells Robin about... Ro Robin dines on danger. He does. So. Batman tells Robin about uh, fake Batman. Just then the bat phone rings. Uh, Gordon tells Batman. He's, he's like, hey, did you just come in here recently? And and he's like, no. And oh, Gordon's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I knew it was a hoax all along. I don't think he did. I don't either. He's like, I played he along, though. He always calls Batman right away after he leaves. Did you just come in here? <laughs> Whenever anybody actually leaves his office, he calls them right away. Like, even if it's Stoller, he's like, did you just... Were you just here? He's been drinking. That's what's... Uh, Batman tells Gord, just go along with the fake Batman's plan. Uh, he hangs up. Batman's trying to think, what is, what's the Riddler's game? Where is... He's, he's hitting this bomb. He's gonna... He's gonna... Um, make the uh, blow up the Museum of Fame, a very f popular museum in Gotham. He says, we have to solve this final riddle. Why is a woman in love like a welder? Um, 
I like how Batman has all of the Riddler's riddles written out very nicely on a chalkboard. <laughs> it's very good penmanship, too, if you notice that. I think... Yeah. I, I don't think... I think he made Alfred write them as punishment over and over. Yeah. <laughs> um, Batman tells Robin to stop fiddling, fiddling around with that atomic uh, reactor and, and solve this riddle. Robin says, uh, I can't fix it anyway without a torch. Just then it hits Batman. Torch! Why is a woman in love like a welder? It's because they both carry a torch. Uh, to me, that makes no sense. But you, you, you say that you understand it. Well, ballads used to be called torch songs because they were about like, uh, 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 like myth, love that's gone away. Okay. So, uh, like when someone sings a ballad, like especially one about like someone that oh I loved a girl, you know what? I'm just making that up, but uh, it was called a torch song mm-hmm. because they still carried a torch for okay. the person that no longer loves them. Or the person that don't that still loves them but isn't there, they're carrying a torch for them. So, so it's like it's I guess it's an old reference, but that's oh, okay. kind of what it means. It's a little obscure, but that's I mean it's actually better than most riddler riddles anyway. Uh, we should explain for our UK and Australian listeners. I think in the UK a flashlight is a torch, but we're talking oh, about flame torches like the Olympic torch here, right? Here, here we go. A torch song is a sentimental love song, typically one where the singer laments an unrequited or lost love. So it could have been why is a woman in love like a welder because they both like love songs. That's true. Uh, so what what is this with the torch? Why does why is that important? Robin said the torch room at the Queen of Freedom monument. Uh, that's where the bomb is. Even though the Riddler said I'm blowing up the Queen of Freedom, how how did the Riddler place a bomb there? Batman says he didn't, but King Boris did. It was in the statue. Uh, you see what happened. Yeah. Later in the torch room of the Queen of Freedom monument, we see the Riddler and his gang. They're hiding out. Um, the police have planted the money. The Riddler approaches uh, the bag of money. Uh, they they have the bag. He's very excited. And uh, the River Rats are like, let's get out of here. But Rid- uh, the Riddler's like, hey, I have to deactivate the bomb that I set here. Uh, he moves over to the the replica, but it's gone. In its place is a riddle. It says, what squeals louder than a caught rat? And see, Batman just writes the answer to the riddle. He spoils it. <laughs> Several caught rats. That's actually pretty good. It's more of like a joke than a riddle, but I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll allow it. He should have given that to the Joker. <laughs> Just then the Riddler realizes he's been out-riddled. He opens a bag of money. It explodes. Batman and Robin bust through the painting. They ruin that painting. That thing's been in the Museum of Fame for years. I know. It's destroyed. There's no reason they had to do that. They There's an unaired it. episode where all it is, 30 minutes straight of Batman destroying Van Gogh's. <laughs> Uh, Batman explains he knows the Riddler's plan to see the Riddler kidnap King Boris and replace the statue. Uh, uh, he presented to the museum with the rig statue containing a bomb. No one noticed, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this. Batman calls King Boris an innocent stooge. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> an innocent stooge. All right, well. In a way, Batman was also a stooge, but that's... That's true. Batman is... He's been a stooge several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Riddler is confused, so how is Batman alive? <laughs> a fight breaks out. Batman, he gets a nice punch-off on the Riddler, I have to say. Knocks him into a table. I like... You know, by, What's that? Go ahead. By, by Riddler asking that, I thought you were dead or you were supposed to be dead, that just means that the Riddler, he obviously never went back to check on them to make sure they were dead. And so his whole plan just pretty much involved him just leaving them there. 
Yeah. Someone, well, I mean, they were in a sewer. Someone would eventually ran across them. They were in the, the power, the abandoned power plant. The, okay, the abandoned power plant. Yeah, uh, but still, yeah. Like, the kids who go there to smoke weed would have seen him, right? Yeah, and he doesn't even bother checking on him. Batman gets out of every death trap. <laughs> I was sad, sad in the room. The Riddler needs to watch this show. But if he sat in the room, he had he had a plan in motion. He had to get cheese out to pay his employees, you know? I mean, it's not... Well, this is like, this, is a, this seems like it's the most important part of the plan. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, clearly that would have helped. <laughs> I like how, though, before the fight breaks out, Batman places the monument nicely back on its pedestal. So, um, by the, the way, Bat- the painting's Bat- still ruined, though. Yeah, Batman did deactivate the bomb. But I think Batman. Oh, threw- so he says. Batman, yeah, Batman throws one of the uh, goons. I think it's Whitey. What were their names? Like Whiskers. They're Whiskers, Fangs, and Whitey. This yeah. is the same problem that the past up, you know, the Mister Freeze episode had, where it was like chill, freezy, and gloop or whatever. Uh, Mo, Mo was the other yeah, name. Mo, yeah, Mo. <laughs> Uh, another coon, uh, Whiskers, is knocked out by the bust of Gotham City's first mayor, destroying the bust. This, the whole museum has to shut down. It's, everything yeah, it's been destroyed. Uh, the fight ends. I don't know if you notice this. Robin gives a uh, very weird, I, I think, borderline obscene <laughs> hand gesture. <laughs> Did you notice that? He's kind of I pumping his no, hand. I and I don't know I how do, to. I do. I know. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I think he, it's. It was written in the script, give the okay sign, but the way that Robin performs it, I think, is questionable to me, but we can... Well, Robin, you... Robin is just questionable, you know? <laughs> the police come in, they've got Mousy. Uh Batman says, you know, how does a, a beautiful lady like you get involved in crime? She says she does it for the kicks. She's kind of flirting with Batman. I think he... The, there might be a conjugal visit in her future. Let's oh, just put it that way. Yes, without a doubt. And the other thing is, I mean, the villains always have women with them. Yeah. So what's the point of asking? I mean, it always happens. I know. He's, like, surprised at this by now? I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> they haul off the Riddler and his gang later in Wayne Manor. And, oh, I should point this out. I We were talking earlier about movies that we'd, um, we'd seen recently. Um, and I meant to say this. I saw I saw recently um, the movie Bridesmaids. Okay. Okay. Um, it was it was okay. I mean, it's about yeah. I thought it was okay. Yeah. yeah was, Did you yeah. notice though? So you've seen it. Did you notice? Yeah. I think it was one party they had a their wedding engagement party in the movie. Okay. Spoiler. The exterior was Wayne Manor, stately Wayne Manor. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. I wonder if I noticed that when I watched it. It's been a while since I watched it. I, I, I feel like I'm always watching movies and I see it. I remember remember the movie Bowfinger? It's yeah. in that. It's in that movie. Oh, really? I haven't seen Bowfinger in, jeez, I don't know how long. I like that movie. I don't know. I do, too. I think Eddie Murphy's really good in it. Yeah. So, there you go. Stately Wayne Manor. It's still around. I like to feel... This was supposed to be in... The movie, I think, is set in, like, Chicago or something, but it's, um... I feel like... I like to think that... The movie Bridesmaids and Bowfinger take place with inside the uh, the Batman TV universe. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it. I think that's how. I, I really feel that way. Yeah, they, they take place in Gotham. Yeah. Uh, and that in the and like the Irish cop in the movie. Yes, we know is, who he is. Yeah, is, is, is O'Hare is yeah. O'Hare's nephew. <laughs> so later in back in Wayne Manor, we see Bruce hanging out with Harriet and Dick. Uh, Harriet's leaving. She's gonna. She's got some friends in town visiting. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, she's she's taking them to the uh, the monument, 
the Queen of Freedom monument to the Hall of Fame or the Museum of Fame. I guess it's a big attraction. She's like, do, do you guys want to come with me? They make some lame excuses. Of course, they don't want to go. She said, um, <laughs> well, you guys are missing out. It's she tells Dick, it's very interesting. Uh, Dick, uh, he says, oh, I, I'm sure it is. It's probably more interesting than you can imagine. That's kind of condescending. I know. The way he said it. I, we we know what he said, but she's probably like, geez. I'm just, I know, because he's just... trying to be nice. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's very interesting. It's it probably you're too stupid to even realize exactly. how interesting exactly. it is. That's how that came across. And that's the end of the episode. Well, she thinks that he's became very hoity-toity since he became the ward of uh, Bruce yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah. you know? It's gotten to his head. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. I would give this episode... Three cheeses out of four. I can see that. Maybe three and a half. It was a really good episode. I'm going to stick with three. Are you going to stick with three? Okay. Yeah, three cheeses. The next, the upcoming episode, Mad Hatter. Are you excited? And I think think after that is False Face, and it will be the first False Face (laughs) episode we've done. No, no, it's actually, it's Batman. I mean, it's the Joker. Ah, never mind. Because it's the 13th hat, Batman stands pat, and then the Joker goes to school. He meets his match, the Grizzly Ghoul. <laughs> and you know what? I think if the, the the Joker goes to school episode, if it's what I think it is, it's pretty cool. Because he uh, goes to high school to uh, recruit dropouts to be part of his gang. <laughs> but why would he go to school then if they're already dropouts? That's like the episode where the Fonz goes back to high school. Yeah. And he be, he ultimately becomes like like a... Like, principal of the university. Uh, <laughs> principal, principal of the high school or something, you know? I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> All right. But after that, then, it, then after that, then it's false face. It's true or false face, and the matching episode is holy rat race. Oh my god, more rats! They were yeah. they had rats on the brain. I like how we're giving like people an upcoming. So it's Mad Hatter, Joker, false face. Then it's Catwoman, Penguin, Ring of Wax. I don't know who is the villain in Ring of Wax. It's probably Egghead. No. Oh, it's Riddler again. God, Jesus. There's a lot of... They, 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 they reused a lot of the uh, episodes. Then then the Joker. Yeah. Then King Tut. I, I like King Tut. Yeah, the bookworm. I've always been a big bookworm yeah. fan. He always had a cool costume, and it's Roddy McDowell. And then the Riddler again. Jesus. The Riddler, he's getting a lot of screen time in the... Uh, he is. Then finally... He has to be the Penguin. Yeah. It has to be the... Yeah, it's the Penguin. You know what? I, I think... um. Frank Gorshin was nominated for like Best Supporting Actor at the Emmys for Batman. He was for, really good in this episode. For the first season. season. Yeah. I, could, I could be totally wrong, but I think really he good was. In this episode. So any, uh, any closing comments? Anything else to say about this episode? Not really. I'm actually looking to see if he was nominated for an Emmy, like I think. Because like I said, I think he was. So you can email us at stevenandy at gmail.com. Go to our Facebook page. Invite your friends. Facebook.com slash Andy. Invite your friends and win the fabulous Harry Comer Prize. We'll, we'll all right, all right, all right. The first, oh, the... The, Bat- the first season of Batman that we're currently watching was nominated for three Emmy Awards. Okay. Outstanding Individual Achievements in Sound Editing. Outstanding Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role in a Comedy, Frank Orshin. An Outstanding Comedy Series. It's not a co- I don't think it's a comedy. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell, that to, tell that to the Emmy voters, you know? I'm going I'm to tell it to them. Okay, let's see who won these awards, okay? okay. So, find Batman. Okay. 
Outstanding performance by an actor in supporting role. The nominees were. Yes. For Batman, Frank Gorshin. Okay. For The Andy Griffith Show, Don Knotts. Mm. For Hogan's Heroes, Warner uh, Klimper. And for The Dick Van Dyke Show's Maury Amsterdam. Who do you think won? What year is this? 1966? Yeah, 66. Hmm. The guy, the guy that won, won four Emmys for his role. Because he ultimately won supporting actor four times for the same role. I think it... I think it's Don Knotts. It is Don Knotts. Okay. <laughs> All right. What are the other ones? In... Okay. Uh, the in, okay. Outstanding individual uh, um, individual achievement in sound editing. Yes. There's only one nominee listed, and it's Batman, but it didn't. It doesn't say it won. So I guess something else won, but we don't know what it is anymore. <laughs> okay. And then outstanding comedy series. Are you ready for the nominees? I can't wait for the nominees. Batman. Okay. Bewitched. Mm. The, the Dick Van Dyke Show. Get Smart, Hogan's Heroes. Outstanding comedy series. This series won like four times, by the way. Like, Outstanding Comedy Series four times. Okay, so it's uh, Batman, Bewitched, Get Smart, Hogan's and, uh, Heroes. And Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. I think it's Dick Van Dyke Show. It, yeah, the Dick Van Dyke Show. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think Dick Van Dyke Show won like four times, Outstanding Comedy yeah, Series. Yeah, I think it's a funny show. It is a good show. It's like 30 Rock. I mean, it's basically the same show as 30 yeah, Rock. Is, yeah. About writers, yeah. So let's see. It won one. Uh, <clears throat> I like how this is the, what the show is. <laughs> We're just looking. It won four times. So okay. Was. So the, the... The next year in 1967, Outstanding Comedy Series. Yes. The Monkees. There you go. Pretty much Batman. It's a similar, well, yeah, similar concept. I guess. <laughs> it's a better show than Batman. So the that's not to say Batman isn't a great show. So the people who entered the cat contest, we're we are after this we're going to record a very special podcast just for you and we'll email you. Yes. And it, I I have to say I I feel like I'm speaking for both of us. It might be our best episode ever. The one that we're all it, without yeah. a doubt. Without yeah. It is good. It is good. I'll, we'll put a little preview up on the uh, Facebook page. All right, so, yeah, enter the new contest and win the Justice League Detroit comic book, a Batman poster, and something else fabulous and exciting, I'm sure. Yes. Man, Don Knotts, Frank Gorshin. What a lineup. I think Don Knotts should have played the Riddler. And Frank, <laughs> Frank Gorshin. <laughs> Frank Gorshin should have been. Uh... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that would have been pretty interesting. I like that. Don Knotts. My sister was a flight attendant for a while. Yeah. And on one of her flights. No. Don no. Was he in first class? I guess. He is a first class guy. He is. Well, he was, but I mean, yeah. She said he was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. He won Best Supporting Actor. Yes. Five, five times. Whoa. 61, 62, 63, 66, 67. Wow. He cleaned up. He cleaned up. That guy knows how to play Barney Five, and he is really great on that show. Yes. All right. Any closing words? Anything his, else? To his add? last, his last movie. He was the voice of Sniffer in Air Buddies. That's really too bad. That's the. That's his legacy now. The last, his last performance where he wasn't a voice, where it was actually you know him. Yeah. On an episode of that seventies show. That's sad. That is that is really sad. 
I thought he, a, he he was instead of Ashton Kutcher, he was originally slated to host the TV show Punked. That would have been good. Punked with Don Knotts. <laughs> <laughs> to me, my to me, I will, uh, everyone should just think that his last performance was as the TV repairman in Pleasantville. <laughs> That's at least a good movie. Yeah. He is, so, so and he played less Calhoun on Matlock on like seventeen episodes. Those were probably good episodes of Matlock. Yeah, Andy Griffith uh, reunion. Did you ever see the Return of Mayberry TV movie? No, I don't think I want to. No, that was pretty cool. It was really? from eighty. It was from like eighty five or eighty six. Yeah, he's now the sheriff. Andy returns to Mayberry. Hence the name. <laughs> and everyone wants to make uh, Andy the sheriff. Yeah, like, and, and even though Barney's been the sheriff for like forty years, <laughs> it's really uh, insulting. Yeah. And he was on an episode of The Love Boat where he played himself. <laughs> I don't want to see that episode. That's awesome. And of course, you know, he was in the Apple Dumpling Gang, and he was in Herbie Goes Monte Carlo. <laughs> he was Coach Werner in Gus. I bet that was about, like, a kangaroo or I something. I bet it was about uh, Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that all makes sense now. All right. There was a Andy Griffith show in the 70s, mm-hmm. and he played Barney Fife on it. Wait, what? There was a show, it was called The New Andy Griffith Show, it lasted one year, and it starred Andy Griffith, he was played a guy named Andy Sawyer. Yeah. And uh, Lee Merriweather, oh, the, she was Catwoman in uh, the Batman 66 yeah. movie. Yeah. She played Lee Sawyer, and uh, Don Knotts was on an episode playing Barney Fife. <laughs> there you go. I thought you said Alfred. I thought you were saying Alfred played Barney Fife. <laughs> no, that would have been amazing, though. <laughs> that would have been a really strange casting choice. All right, so. Uh... And, of course, he was in the movie The Love God in 1969. Yeah. P- pornographic film. Yes. <laughs> so. Him and Anne Francis. Send us email, stevenandy at gmail.com. If, send us your thoughts well, you about know, Don it, Knotts. It's a movie that came out in the 60s, but when it was, re, when it was uh, presented to the MPAA in 1996, it was rated PG-13. <laughs> so basically in the 60s when it came out, it probably was rated X. <laughs> That's true. Goddamn. So uh, send us email, stevenandy at gmail.com. You can send us what you think of Don Knotts. How, who, who would you... What would you say is Don Knotts' best role? Email or what? Or what Bat villain should have Don Knotts played? One that wasn't on the series. I like that. So I mean, you can even go with modern villains. If you go, oh, Don Knotts would make an awesome Black Mask. <laughs> That's fine, you know. I like that. Uh, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/stevenandy for back episodes. For, for people that still read Batman, they're like, oh, Professor Pig, <laughs> Don Knotts. For back episodes, go to steveandandy.blogspot.com. We, we can only have 20 episodes up on our podcast feed on iTunes at a time. But all the episodes are there. You can download them, enjoy them. Um, and, yeah, tell your friends. And win an issue of Justice League Detroit. Well, Don Knotts had a, had a TV special called Don Knotts Nice, Clean, Decent, Wholesome Hour. <laughs> it was on HBO. <laughs> All right, so. Wow. Any closing comments? Uh, have you ever seen the movie No Time for Sergeants? It stars Andy Griffith. It's pre-Andy Griffith show. No. Okay, it's really good, and there's a scene with uh, Don Knotts in it. That's really funny. Okay. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so next episode, this, Matt, this, Matt we, should turn this, we should turn this into Steve and Andy meet Don Knotts. It's becoming that. <laughs>
All right, Andy. I will right. talk to you later. Actually, I'll talk to you in like five minutes when we record this special episode. That's true. Maybe oh even one minute. Oh my god. All right. See ya. See ya. We'll have no need to call the road when we get to the vision hole. There'll be you, me, and old.